What's up? It's your boy, Ruby Rube, coming at you from the Gathering Strength Podcast. Vieris, Equitit, Iundo, we gather strength as we go. Now, I am broadcasting out of the beautiful, gorgeous, and expensive Livermore, California. And you already know, I'm bringing the nuggets of wisdom with a healthy portion of shenanigans. Now, I am going to be talking about a book that I read a while back, Death Be Not Proud by John Gunther. I don't know specifically where I got the recommendation for this book, but I'm glad that I read it. In this episode, you are going to be hopefully gaining some perspective on your life, on the brevity of your life, and how I'm certain that the circumstances that you are in, yep, there's probably some some tough times wherever you're at, and hopefully you're not in the position as John Gunther and his son, John Gunther Jr. Even if you are faced with a crap sandwich and you're up shit creek with, without a paddle, we can still find some solace, some strength, and some wisdom by learning about this book. Now, Marcus Aurelius, he has a great quote, and it pertains to not complaining. He says, if you can endure it, endure it. If not, stop complaining, because if it's endurable, then your destruction will mean its end as well. Essentially, what that quote means is, stop your bitching. If you can endure it, endure it. If not, if you can't endure it, then ultimately that means you're going to die. So just take it like a man. Now this book, Death Be Not Proud, written by John Gunther. I'm not sure exactly where I got this recommendation from. It could have been from a podcast, from another book that I read, and the author was talking about how profound and rich and compelling that it was within that book, and... Who knows, I have all these influences from many different realms in my world, so I don't know exactly where I got the recommendation for this book, but I'm glad that I I read it. I love a true story. I I love learning from other people's adventures, from their stories. You know, I have come to realize that God blesses the storyteller. Because within the storyteller's story, if it is told in the right way, then it has potential to illuminate a path for you or unlock some door in your mind which can lead to deeper understanding and ultimately that gives you a firmer grasp of how the world works, a firmer grasp of reality. And it gives you direction on what to do or what not to do. And when you learn about what not to do, that is called a cautionary tale. And we can learn from those as well. We all love a train wreck. So I try to learn as much as possible from other people because so many people have come in and out of this world before my time. And if I can learn from other people's mistakes, that's the best way to learn. Now this book, Death Be Not Proud, it is a compelling and poignant memoir written by John Gunther. 
Now, this book was written eloquently and clearly and with a great flow because John Gunther, he was an American journalist and author. Uh, he published this book in 1949. So, man, this was written almost 100 years ago, creeping up on that time. And the book, it chronicles the life and eventual death of John Gunther's son, Johnny. And he battled against a brain tumor. So just that aspect alone, John Gunther put his writing skills and his writing knowledge and his storytelling capabilities. And he used it to tell the story of one of the most important stories in his life. The death of his son. Not only talking about the death, but his son's valiant battle. Now, if that isn't compelling enough to open up your Amazon shopping app and buy the book, then I don't know what is, because that that had me hook, line, and sinker. Now, if I can learn from a father who has lost his son and gained some strength, hey, man, that's going to set me up for, for success. And when I read stuff like this, it really puts into to perspective when I have a frustrating moment, when I have a moment of stress and I want to lose my shit over something, then I know that there's fathers out there who have lost their sons who would love to be dealing with the quote-unquote stresses or shenanigans or misbehaviors that my son is, is putting me through. So while some things can lead to stress and certain behaviors need to be corrected, I could be at my son's bedside watching him battle a brain tumor. Fascinating stuff, so this is why I enjoy reading stuff like this, because it puts my problems into perspective. So throughout this book, John Gunther combines personal stories, meta- medical information, and, um, and stories to create a deeply moving account of his son's life. The title of the book is derived from um, a holy sonnet, and it explores the idea of death's insignificance in the face of eternal life. So the de- uh, the title of the book, "Death Be Not Proud," that is an excerpt from a holy a holy sonnet. And it talks about uh, the defiance of death and the celebration of life. Uh, John Gunther's narrative style is both honest and introspective. He paints a vivid picture on his son's personality, his hopes and dreams, and the profound impact he had on those around him. John Gunther's love for his son shines through every page, and readers are able to express experience the emotional roller coaster of a parent facing the impending loss of a child. So because John Gunther was a skilled writer, because his job, he was an American journalist, and he published a bunch of, of articles and books. So, man, what other 
story is going to be more poignant than writing about the impending loss of his child. Uh, The book also delves into the medical aspects of Johnny's illness. Gunther provides a detailed account of the diagnosis, treatment, of the diagnosis, the treatment, and experimental procedures Johnny underwent in an attempt to prolong his life. So back in those days, you know, the 1940s, they didn't have the medical expertise or the medical knowledge of the procedures that they know now. So back in the day, man, they, they were exploring. They were experimenting on him. And it just goes to show that you know, his son was open to try anything to prolong his life. He was a fighter. So while there was a bunch of medical advancements that they were able to learn from taking the steps in in order to prevent his ailment, uh, there was also a lot of limitations. And the way he writes... It gives the reader a deeper understanding of the challenges faced by patients and, and the families back in the the mid-20th century. So, John Gunther, he also explores the complex relationship bet- between faith and morality throughout the book. They were Catholic, and he grapples with questions of why such tragedy would befall on his family. That's something that... You know, we will never have the answers to. We believe in, in God or whatever faith that we believe in. And when a, a catastrophic situation engulfs our world, we look at, to God and like we question why, you know? And, and we never get really get the, the, the answer that we want. And that could lead to people not believing anymore because they went through such a hardship their world was flipped upside down but despite that uh, his son John Gunther Jr. he, he remained faithful so here's an excerpt from the book right here uh, Johnny was not particularly a spiritual boy but he had a deep sense of the value of life, and this gave him an uncommon strength. He believed implicitly in his ability to withstand pain, in his willpower, in the possibility of his getting well, in the mystery of science, and the infinite pot- uh, potentials of the human brain. He never lost his pride, his curiosity, his sense of humor, or his capacity to wonder and marvel. So that was written by his father. So another thing that is interesting about books is that when you read the words, ultimately, these words and this structure and this sentence was bouncing around in that man's head. And because he took the time to write it down, to get it clear, to get it to flow, to tell the story, now that resonates with people. Ultimately, it feels like this man is talking to me. And that's one of the powerful aspects of reading. Another excerpt from the book is, Yet Johnny had given more than he had received. By the way, he had faced the prospect of his death and his deteriorating physical condition. Johnny had shown us all how to live. 
and not merely to exist, but to live well and fully, even in the face of the most daunting challenges. He had taught us about courage, about the resilience of the human spirit, and about the power of love. So during this time, um, his son, John Gunther Jr., he was about, I think, 14 or 15, and he battled his brain tumor for 15 months. And while he was battling that, he had bandages all around his head. And reflect back to your life when you were 14 and 15. All you wanted to do was go out and play, go out and swim, eat, you know, um, a bunch of, you know, junk food. Because when you're young, you can get away with that stuff. But because of the physical condition that he was in and his deteriorating uh, physical condition, he had to be on a strict diet, a experimental diet. Um, he wasn't able to like go swimming or anything like that because he had open wounds. Essentially, his brain was sticking out of his head. So imagine, you know, trying to make friends when your brain is swelling and sticking out of your head. He had some hardships to to get over, and despite that, his his spirit remained undeterred from his circumstances. Another excerpt from this book is, Johnny had lived, and though his life was brief, it was filled with meaning and purpose. His strength, his courage, and his unwavering spirit to continue, while well, will continue to inspire all those who knew him and all those who have read his story. Death may have claimed his body, but it could never conquer his legacy. Johnny lives on in our hearts, reminding us to cherish every moment and to never lose sight of the preciousness of life. So what an awesome gift for his dad to be able to put his skills to capture his son's story and then publish a book to where, yes, his son did die. His body is ashes to ashes, dust to dust, but his story is going to live on forever because this is a great book. His father ended up passing away in 1970, so he lived another 30-plus years after his son had died. So that, I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine my son being gone and me never seeing him again. Now, that is tough. There's a lot of parents out there who have lost a child and sheesh, man, that's, that's a heavy load to lift. So his son, John Gunther Jr., he battled his brain tumor for approximately 15 months before he passed away. He was diagnosed with a brain tumor in the summer of 1945, and a struggle and the illness continued until his death on June 30th, 1947. So throughout that period, his father, John Gunther Sr., uh, an author of the memoir, Death Be Not Proud, he documented Johnny's journey, his medical treatments, and unwavering spirit in the face of adversity. So throughout this book, there are ways that Johnny dealt with his death. One was acceptance and acknowledgement. Uh, he acknowledged the reality of death and accepted that it is a natural part of life cycle. He embraced the idea that death is inevitable and can offer a sense of peace and closure. So rather than 
becoming a victim of why me, why this and that, he accepted it. And he acknowledged that he was ultimately going to die. But rather than falling into depression and despair, John Gunther Jr., he didn't let him, he didn't let his condition ruin his entire life. Some other things that he displayed uh, was remarkable resilience and courage in coping with this brain tumor. Despite the challenges he faced, Johnny approached his illness with a positive attitude and an unwavering spirit. He expressed determination and willpower. Johnny believed in his ability to withstand pain and his potential for recovery. So that part potential for his recovery he was open to experimental surgeries experimental diets experimental medications all that stuff so he had a strong will to live and face his illness with the determination to fight against it he also had a sense of humor johnny maintained a sense of humor even in the face of his illness he used humor as a coping mechanism and found ways to bring lightness to difficult situations. And that helped him and those around him to navigate the challenges with a positive outlook. Now, he used humor as a coping mechanism. Rather than, you know, uh, I don't know, he was too young to drink alcohol or this and that, but humor can be used as a coping mechanism. So if you don't have a sense of humor, go out and get one. Uh, John Gunther Jr., he also had intellectual curiosity. Despite his deteriorating physical condition, Johnny's intellectual curiosity remained intact. He continued to pursue, pursue his academic interests and engage in intellectual discussions, demonstrating his resilience and refusal to let illness define him. Throughout his book, uh, The Father John Gunther, or John Gunther Jr., he still goes to class, he enrolls in, in courses, and he's doing his homework, and he's trying to solve problems, and he's still trying to get good grades, and I'm sure that that was a positive coping mechanism for him as well, because his, his hope to ultimately beat the situation that he was dealt going to school and keeping a sense of humor that helped him stay focused he also had a supportive family and relationships Johnny had a loving and supportive family particularly his father uh, so his father documented his son's journey in the memoir and the presence of a strong support system played a crucial role in helping Johnny cope with this illness. Positive mindset and gratitude, that helped him. Johnny embraced a positive mindset and expressed gratitude for the time he had and the experiences he could still enjoy. He focused on the present moment and cherished the small joys in life. He found beauty and meaning even in the face of adversity. So if that little 14 and 15 year old boy can do it, you can do it too. We may not be looking at death, but every single second that ticks by, every single day that goes by, it's just another second and day and minute closer to our inevitable death. So 
As much as we would like to make believe that this time is going to last forever, it's not. We're all going to die. So it's important to note that Johnny's coping mechanisms and mindset were unique to him, shaped by his personality, upbringing, and individual experiences. Each person copes with illness differently, and Johnny's approach may not be applicable to everyone. Nonetheless, his story serves as an inspiration for resilience and finding strength in the face of challenging circumstances. And this is the whole point of me creating a podcast. One is to develop my speaking and storytelling capabilities. Two is to expose people to people such as John Gunther Jr., Three is to talk about the things that have helped me acquire a buff body, buff mind, buff spirit, and buff bank. And it's not about how much weight you lift, how much money you have, how far or fast you can run. It's about showing up every single day, developing your resilience and finding strength in all of those realms, and facing the challenging circumstances that life will inevitably throw at you. And taking it all without having to succumb to our vices, our numbing agents, our neglectful ways. Facing the problems and trying to put order to all the chaos. Because after all, if you are a... If you do perceive yourself as a healthy, mature, well-rounded adult... We need to do what healthy, well-rounded adults do. And what healthy, well-rounded adults do is they sort themselves out. They don't numb themselves with all of the various numbing agents. They take on the burdens of life. They cope with their stress in a healthy manner that is conducive to growth. And all of the crap that ultimately happens to us, it is given to us to sort out and ultimately develop us into the people who we are supposed to be. That will do it for today's podcast episode. If you liked this episode, go ahead and give me a like, a subscribe, and a follow. You can connect with me on Instagram at Ruben underscore Quavis. You can connect with me on Facebook, Ruben Quavis. And I've got a, got a little TikTok that has a whole bunch of little episode advertisements. And that is called uh, Gathering Strength Podcast. So until next time, it's onward. Always onward. <laughs>